This is the Christmas tree voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmaurice. And it's time now for the food show every afternoon. We are here talking about the food of our city, America's best eating city. Who said that? I did, and a lot of other people did. Uh, What do you think about that or about anything else? That touches on what you eat and what you drink and what you uh, what you like and what you don't like, and that's what we we do on this program every day, and we've been doing it for thirty something years. No, thirty. You know, let's just say thirty. Thirty years, which makes it the longest running uh, talk show, uh, certainly in the history of New Orleans. Same host, same idea, same concept, same uh, same radio station. And uh, the only reason I bring that up is not to brag about it, although I guess there might have been a little element of that. But the the truth is that in most of the rest of America, they wouldn't have enough material to do a radio show about their food because, you know, they just don't have it. Yeah, okay, New York, San Francisco might, uh, Houston, uh, Chicago, great eating city. But I don't think anybody's as good as us. You know, I know I'm, I'm pulling for the home team, but why not? Our number is 260-6368, 260-6368. And if you call right now, you'll get right in because it's the beginning of the program when we're just getting started. I'd love to hear from you about uh, where you've been eating lately. We have uh, the dilemma du jour over here at the Cool Water Ranch is that we bought a real nice-looking Christmas tree. We always do. Uh, but this one was its somehow much heavier than any tree I've had, uh, and it uh, the, the uh, trunk of it kind of waves back and forth as it heads from bottom to top. We uh, have found that this tree will not stand up. It just wants to fall over, and <laughs> we have had a, a devil of a time trying to get this thing to, to, to work right. I think we're going to wind up getting another uh, another Christmas tree and and a better a better stand too. I had a real good one somewhere. I don't know where it is. You know, you put these things in your uh, tool kit, tool uh, cabin. What what do we call that? A little box back there where we throw everything in there. And I had a real big one. And I have another big one, but it's funny looking and it's kind of hard to make work. So at the moment. Our, our uh, Christmas tree is up and the lights are on it, uh, but we're not sure if it's not going to hold, uh, you know, fall over again in the next few minutes. My wife says that uh, the rigorousness of two uh, tough uh, women, uh, herself and our daughter, uh, will be enough to fix that, by golly, tonight. Well, we'll see how that goes. I have this uh, awful memory when I was a, a kid that my father who, um, let's see, how shall I put this? My father would was more likely to want to stay, uh, you know, uh, by himself and uh, to not have to deal with a whole lot of other people all the time. But my mother was very tough on having uh, certain things be just right, and Christmas trees were one of them. And since he was the only adult uh, male in the family, uh, it fell to him to put the Christmas tree up. And no matter how hard he worked, it just wouldn't uh, be good enough for my mother. And, uh, I was, uh, he was so glad to be able to foist that job on me, and my mother was a little kinder with me, but not a whole lot. 
And then I got to be pretty good at it, and uh, my wife has not complained about it ever until this year because, we, well, this, this thing's got a problem. Uh, I think it's just a little too heavy. It's a really, really heavy tree. I, I don't remember. It's not a tall one, but it's just heavy for some reason. Well, anyway, enough of that. We, uh, that's sort of semi kind of like a food topic, but maybe not. The telephone number here is 260-6368, 260 uh, As I have been doing a lot lately, uh, I'd like to alert you to the fact that we are about halfway through, a little bit more than halfway through. Is that right? Gosh, is it getting that late in the game? Uh, anyway, with the Revion dinners around town, there are 65 restaurants, something like that. Last time I looked, it was 65. It's probably more than that by now. What goes on is that any of these restaurants, they have put together a special menu that will remind you of the holidays. You know, my, one that comes to my mind is one of the cleverer ones I've seen this year. There were... Uh, was a restaurant. I forget which one it was. They were doing a a uh, red velvet cake, which kind of has that Christmas kind of kind of quality to it. Uh, that's part of the program, but they make up these menus of about most places four courses. Some of them, I saw a few of them that are three courses, and there were eh, that was about it. I know. Come to think of it, there were a couple of them that were up there in five and six courses. Prices tend to range from the uh, mid-40s to the mid-50s. Some of them are a little older than that, a little higher than that. Some of them are a lot higher than that. The most expensive one this year is $100, and that's the one at Restaurant August. Uh, but they are always kind of expensive because they buy really unusually good uh, raw materials, a lot of un- just terrific quality and they build a much more ambitious dinner, with, well, with four, six courses. You know, you can get away with that. So anyway, uh, it, it is a great time to dine out, a great time to uh, call up friends and to say, hey, look, you know, I don't know why, but we never think of calling you guys, and neither do you think of calling us. And, uh, you know, let's go out to eat. You know, and we all have friends. I hope you do have friends. And uh, I don't think we we uh, get together with them anywhere near as much. And uh, this Revion thing is, is one of the best. I mean, we have some very good friends. They are, the, uh, in fact, the uh, godparents of my son, uh, one couple there. And uh, we make it certain that during the, uh, during the, car, uh, the, uh, uh, the season of the, of the holidays going on right now, Christmas and New Year's and all that, uh, we we always call them and we always get together for dinner. Why not? You know, it's it's a good thing to do. And uh, your friends will always be happy to see you unless you're one of those people who never picks up his half of the check. But to tell you the truth, I don't know anybody like that. Our number is 260-6368. Whatever you want to talk about is good enough for me, but I, I do hope you have something to talk about because you eat out or eat in and you eat. That's period. And... You can also uh, let it be said that you uh, you do a certain amount of cooking at home, and I'll bet a lot of it is is very well done. And the restaurants you go to, I'll bet you go to a few that I haven't been to, and I, I do this on purpose just about every day, finding the restaurants of the city and then reporting to you about them. But the uh, uh, it's impossible to go 
to every restaurant in town. There was a time when I thought I could do it. Uh, back around 1990, I published a book called The New Orleans Eat Book, and it had, if I remember correctly, uh, 250 restaurants reviewed in it. And I thought this ought about cover it, but it doesn't cover it because we have something like 14, 1,500 restaurants in town now, so I never get to the end of that. So it's very helpful. Not that this is your lookout, but it's very helpful if, if people who uh, go out to eat and who like to cook and who just like good food in general or who want to gripe about the how loud it is in restaurant uh, dining rooms these days, uh, how it is that uh, there are a lot of people who go to really nice restaurants but dress like uh, they've been collecting garbage. Uh, and, you, you know, all these sort of little things. My, uh, my daughter, she and I and my wife had lunch together, and my daughter was all bent out of shape. And I don't blame her because she got this salad. It was a huge salad. It was clearly made with good stuff, homemade dressing, you know, all the things you want from a good salad. But they they brought it out with all of the ingredients just kind of like stacked up there right on the plate. And so you would take a bite, and this one would take about, taste like just naked uh, celery or, or lettuce. And then the next bite after that was uh, almost all salad dressing uh, plus a big chunk of blue cheese. You know, and e- each one was different and none of them were particularly good. What uh, was needed to be done there is to t- just, it's very simple. It's so easy to do. Toss the salad in a big bowl, put it on the plate, and send it out. That way, every piece of the salad is, uh, is coated by the dressing and you get the whole flavor like it was supposed to be. Well, it's a, it's amazing how many restaurants, and this place we went to has a pretty darn good chef. As a matter of fact, he and his wife are both chefs, and they work it together. It's not Frank Brightson, by the way, in case you're trying to guess who it is. Uh, and anyway, they uh, uh, I know that they know en- enough about this that uh, they should have caught it by now. But salads ought to be tossed in the kitchen. For, this is in restaurants, of course. At home, I'd do it, too. I, you know, Every time I make a salad for myself at home, that's the last step. Put it into these big plastic bowls I have. Just toss it around with a couple of forks, and then you eat it. Um, our program today is sponsored by Porter and Luke. Porter and Luke is uh, really into the holidays. They have a private dining room that they've been doing a lot of business with. It's also a place where on any given day, it seems to me, and a lot of this is from the fact that I have eaten there more than a few times, I look around and I see people I know. And I, and what I also see is tables full of people who know the people at another table in the same restaurant. And the reason for that is that this is a neighborhood kind of a place in Old Metairie. And they do have a lot of folks who have uh, uh, lots of friends in, uh, who get together and go there together. And sometimes they just bump into one another. The menu is very, very well spread out. Uh, there's all kinds of things in there, starting with some great salads, and they do toss those, except the wedge salads. The wedge salads, you don't really toss those. And then uh, the, some wonderful soups, always one of the best turtle soups in town, but they have other good soups too. And then they move on to uh, some appetizers of various kinds, of dips and this and that. Fried chicken, kind of a famous dish for them. Uh, they serve you a, a, a half a fried chicken done to order. They they don't take it out of the refrigerator until they start cooking it for you. 
that's what makes the difference between a, a okay fried chicken and a not so okay fried chicken. Then lots of good seafood dishes, oftentimes involving uh, in, ingredients and species of fish that we don't see too often, and uh, but they do it with a lot of care. And then uh, around the belt there, and some Italian dishes. You know, a little bit of this and that. And, of course, all the daily specials. You go there today, you will be able to have your red beans. All of this is at Porter and Luke's. They are at 1517 Metairie Road. That's right off of Codifer. And they would love to have you come in and have dinner with them. Or lunch, open all day, seven days a week, Porter and Luke. Oh, by the way, they have gift cards for sale. If you buy $100 worth, they'll give you an extra 20 for free. It's the food show. I have a bad feeling about how many people are going to call today. I think it's a whole lot like zero. Anybody want to break that before it gets started? Give me a call, would you? 260-6368. And while we're at it here. While we're at it, we're at at something? Yeah, while we're at it. We we may as well do the national day today. Well, it's only two of them, you know. Oh, oh, yeah? What are they? Well, today is National Maple Syrup Day. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a good one, because right, right now uh, it's there seems to be a little upgrade in the kind of maple syrup that we eat on pancakes and waffles around town. They were this, you know, junky stuff that's basically artificial. But real maple syrup is something else again. It's a totally different taste. You'd recognize it immediately. It really makes a difference. But a lot of restaurants, it's it's quite a bit more expensive than just plain old, you know, gunky, uh, funny looking, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, what do you? What else do you have on that? One more, one more. Okay, it's National Wright Brothers Day today. Huh? Yeah, you remember the Wright Brothers, it, don't you? Oh, I and I remember the Wrong Brothers too, but Boy. that's another story. You know, they have. Um, what is this? The date that they uh, flew their their plane At for the Kitty first Hawk? time? No. No, it's just right. Why did they day? pick today? Or it's just because well, nobody they, else is on this day, because, so we may as well steal it. Because it was maple syrup day for some reason or other. Ah, and they said, "Well, connection? what the heck? We'll put that some on our wings right now and fly." Why? <laughs> Why not? And you know they fl- they flew backwards too. If you ever see the pictures of their first uh, plane. And you say, okay, it's going to be heading in this direction. It's actually completely the opposite. And that particular configuration is called an airplane with a canard. A canard? Exactly. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. a canard, that's uh, that's Latin for... for uh, duck. Uh, for duck, yeah. And uh, so you get something that's a canard... It's it's duck, not Cunard now, but not Cunard. That's a that's a that's the best uh, uh, cruise ship line I think there is out there, at least you know within reasonable prices. Gosh, I hear some music playing in the background. Is anything I need to do about that? Okay, oh, well, you can okay. shut up and listen. Oh, okay. We'll be back with more of the food show after first. Please this. Hi, it's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. Two six zero six three six eight is our telephone number. Do you like to eat? Call me and tell me what you like to eat. If you uh, had a really great meal or a sandwich or or a salad or a plate of beans or a platter of fried seafood uh, back around 1968, uh, and you still remember it because that's how good it was or how bad it was, uh, 
tell me about that. I, I, I really would love to know. Uh, you know what 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 have you found out there that is really worth talking about that's the whole idea of our program and I, I'm going to tell you the truth this, what I'm about to tell you this is not an accusation it's not your fault not not that you ever thought it was but it it it's not your fault and, and it's this we have a lot of people who listen to this radio station and this radio show Nobody wants to call us up on the air anymore. I don't know why this is. This is something that's developed in the last, oh, year or two, uh, when we just were, all we would do is answer the phone as fast as we could because we had that many people calling us. But, uh, but now it, it, nobody seems to want to call us. Now, I do get a lot of email. I do get a lot of people who uh, ask me questions by email, which is fine with me. Uh, but I'd, I'd really rather if you went on the air with us, so you don't have to say anything really uh, pro- profound. I mean, that's not the idea. Uh, nor is it really possible to give me a, uh, a question or a comment that's so stupid that you should be ashamed of it. But, in fact, we never get those calls. We never do. Uh, and so uh, that fits right in. So uh, that's all I'm looking for. And if you, again, I tell you, if you think that you have something interesting to say, it's interesting to you, but you think, eh, nobody, on you know, it's not worth calling a radio show for this. Oh, yeah, it is. Really, it is. I mean, and we'd love to hear from you. 260-6368-260-6368. Today, my, uh, my wife and my daughter and I went to a restaurant called NOLA. Just simply NOLA. I'm sorry, it's not NOLA. It's Mo. Now I'm going to get it totally uh, whacked out now. Uh, it's Lola. <laughs> That's it. Lola. There's a Lola. There's a NOLA. And Well, anyway, this is Lola and just plain Lola. Not Lois Restaurant or Lois Cuisine or anything like that. Uh, it's in Covington. It's uh, very close to the, the courthouse, the St. Tammany Parish Courthouse, about a block and a half away. And uh, at lunchtime, they do a huge business. At dinner, they, uh, they don't have quite as many people, although they, they are pretty busy all the time. And the two chefs who own it, they're married to one another. They met each other while they were both working at Brennan's on Royal Street a long time ago. Good chefs. They always come up with good things. But it's very casual. And it runs uh, with a new – they're about to double their space, or so it looks, because they have – this great old rail car, it's a big freight car, I think. It might be, it might be a passenger car, I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, they have it uh, parked right outside, and they've been working on it for a while. It's not quite there yet. Boy, I'd go there. I don't know. They, I, I, I love trains, so uh, you know, it would be fun to, to, to eat there. Anybody remember eating on a, on a train? Uh, that I, I thought that was a magical touch. I mean, when I first started going places on trains. Uh, my favorite part of it was the next meal that was coming. Of course it was. And they had it set up in a dining room. There was a maitre d'. There were waiters. You tipped the waiters. Everything about it, The at its best, the food was cooked right there on the dining car and by real cooks who really knew what they were doing. It was never brilliant food, but it was always pretty darn good. And uh, the fact that you were doing it on a train made it uh, seem even better. You know, they had a couple other quirks like that. Uh, On most long-distance trains these days, there are accommodations for you to take a shower on the the train. 
as it's rolling along at uh, 10 miles an hour, which sometimes it seems like it is. But most of the time, if all is well, they move at about 79 miles an hour. And you could be taking a train with all the rocking back and forth that a train can uh, do for you uh, while taking a shower. It's it's funny. My wife certainly thinks it's it's beyond funny but weird. Uh, but the, it's the same same idea, except of course you wear clothes when you go to the dining uh, dining car to to have uh, dinner. I think the most magical of them all is breakfast on a on a dining car. Uh, I had a friend who used to live in I don't know where he is these days, so I've lost track. <clears throat> That's why I said it that way. But the uh, he used to live in Slidell, or he had family in Slidell, or something like that, and he would get on uh, go to the uh, passenger terminal, the New Orleans passenger terminal, which is right near the Superdome. And he would get on the Crescent uh, train that goes from New Orleans to New York City. And he, he got on board and he would go straight to the dining car as soon as he could, This because that train leaves at 7 in the morning. And he would uh, get a spot in there and he would have breakfast. And he would get off the train in Slidell. Or sometimes he'd let it go to the next stop or two, which was not too much farther up the up the rails. And his uh, his brother or whoever it was that lived in Slidell would come pick him up and bring him home. Uh, it's uh, I, it's for people who have a lot of time on their hands. That's pretty obvious. But it was kind of fun. I gotta I gotta tell you, uh, I always have a kick on trains. Any any other train lover eaters out there? Two six zero. Six three six eight. We actually have a phone caller on a Monday yet, our slowest day of the week. Uh, Kim, welcome to the food show. Hello. Hi there. Come on in. Hello. Nice, nice having you here. Hello. I was calling yeah. about uh, Fiorella's on Franklin. Fiorella's, yeah. It's a pretty good it's place. It's uh, they they do Italian food and they do poor boys. Well, and fried chicken. It was absolutely and, delicious. Oh, good. Glad to hear that. That they're, they're nice people, and they uh, they they bounced around from location to location over the years, but they seem to be pretty stable there in Gentilly. Yes, it was yeah. delicious, and I wanted to talk about uh, the Yaya's comfort food in uh, Harahan. What's Yaya's comfort food? Yes. Where where is that? I can't say I've been there. It, it's on Hickory. Everything's on he was, Hickory. <laughs> he was. It's next to the camp bar. He was on your show. Oh, he was. The the chef Corey. And they uh, do oh yeah. And lunch. That's they, a long time yeah, they, ago. They do breakfast and lunch, and it's it's uh-huh. wonderful. Uh, okay, and the name of it again is what? Yaya's. It's Yaya's, Yaya's comfort. Yeah, yeah. Y a y a. Yaya's. Yaya's comfort food. Yeah. Is, is is he Greek by any chance? You know, I I don't know, but I would no, think. And, and I you think know, the reason I ask that question is Yaya is Greek for grandfather. For, I think grandmother right. actually. Yes. And yes. and so I I the first thing I thought of is uh, this is a Greek lady and or her recipes. So and is it a Greek restaurant or what kind of food do they have? Uh, well, they, for for lunch he does some uh, poor boys on the the dongfong bread, 
And oh, yeah? uh, he like and for breakfast he has uh duck and waffles and and regular regular just breakfast platters with uh you know, or breakfast yeah. like a, the best breakfast sandwich, like a biscuit with uh eggs and bacon and cheese is delicious. Duck and waffles. I I can't say I've ever seen that before. I've seen fried chicken on uh fried chicken on pancakes. Yeah. Uh, or why actually I've seen it on waffles too, but duck and waffles. I guess you have to watch out how you say that. I just was realizing that myself. <laughs> right. Be careful. <laughs> Speak right. slowly. They're, they're, duck. They're very mm. yeah. Well, yeah. They're very nice though. It's they're very nice. They're, and uh I've been there about four times for breakfast, so huh. Now, wait a minute. Tell me again. It's on. It's on Oak Street. But everything in uh, no, hi, no Hickory uh, and Harahan. I knew it was. I know it was one of those. Yeah, I'm a Harahan boy. I you know I, I grew up there, and uh, so this is on on uh, 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 Hickory. About how far up Hickory? Uh, mm, it, it's towards the end, like where the, there's the they have a it's where called it turns into Dickory and Dock and all that. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, up in there. Okay, yeah, that there's kind of a strip mall there that's always had good restaurants in them. They just don't last forever for some reason. Right, it's down the way yeah. from that. Right, it's down yeah. the way from the, the, Desi, uh, the Desi Vegas hamburger place, the new burger oh, place. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, well thanks for, for uh, calling up for one thing and then also for telling us about a uh, couple places I didn't know about. Okay. Thanks for calling. Call us again sometime. Okay. Thank you. Bye. See you around. Bye. It's the Food Show. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Uh, let's talk to Tommy. Uh, I'm I'm all uh, up for anybody with that name. Tommy, welcome. What was that? Hey, Tom. Oh, that Tommy. Hey, Tom. Welcome. How are you? How are you? I'm uh, still here, still on the ground, yeah. looking well, forward I, I to. Just wanted uh, to talk to you about. What, what Doug was talking about earlier, today is the 115th anniversary of the Wright Brothers' first flight. Oh, okay. Well, I knew there had to be some reason for it. Well, it did, didn't have any. It, there was no meal service. It was only 12 seconds long. But <laughs> Well, you know, they had to hurry things up back in those days. It, you know, because the, the rent on, a, on, a, on an airplane is just unbelievable. You know, <laughs> what am I talking about? I don't know what you're talking no. about. You don't either. Uh, I know. I know. The, the, uh, the one that I used to fly, the, my longest flight was 16 hours uh, really? nonstop Chicago, Chicago to Hong Kong. Wow, that is a, a long way. I, I, I'm amazed that you had enough fuel to go that far. Well, it, it, the airplane carried 56,000 gallons of fuel, mm. 300 and 82,000 pounds of fuel. Wow. <laughs> that's that's frightening unto itself somehow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Think of the tab for saying fill it up. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. well uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I guess you got to do it once in a while, huh? Or no, I, I, I know you're, you're retired now. This is a... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have any reason to do that now. They no. used to pay me for that. No. <laughs> but have, yeah. a, have a happy holiday season, Merry Christmas, and a happy new year to you and your family. I sure will. Thanks for calling. Thanks.
Okay. See ya. Bye. That's uh, Tommy, the the gourmet uh, 747 pilot. Uh, retired. And let's see, Bob is here on the green phone. Bob, come on in. How are you? I'm good. What uh, about you? Thank you very much for calling. Uh, Bob? Yes. Uh, yeah. I have an oyster question. Ask Pertaining to, to the rules for washing oysters. Yeah. Yeah, I just bought some shucked oysters, yeah. and they pulled them, They had just shucked them. So I was told, and I'm not sure that they were not fracturing some rules, but I could buy them unwashed in their own li- liquor, which I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, me too. Of course, but it's really hard to find them because they are not allowed to uh, sell them unless you just happen to catch them before they wash them. Yeah, but I well, don't know I, what, exactly what the rules are. Do you? No, I, I don't. I know that there are all kinds of rules out there, but the, you know the the guys you want to see are uh, the, the fellers over on the corner of uh, uh gosh, what's that street? Um, it's uh, just on the edge of the French Quarter on Rampart Street. Uh, the P and J's. P and J's, yeah, P and J's. They that uh, they're they're kind of famous for that, but you have to catch them early in the morning. Those those guys get to work at like three four in the morning, and by one o'clock in the afternoon they're gone. Uh, but while they are shucking them, they don't wash them. They do save all of that oyster water though, which is what you're after probably. I know it would be what I'd be after. Oyster oyster uh, liquor, as they sometimes call it, is uh, that's just a magical ingredient. Well, I was down in Port Sulphur, so they were shucking them oh, all the way out. Oh, yeah. I'm, well, then you're you're certainly good for gold there. Uh, but uh, right, but that, I did that's not right. Know, excuse me. I didn't know uh, P&J's was still selling to the public. I thought they'd closed that operation after Katrina. Well, they they did for a while, but they, they've, they're they still there. Uh, they I know they do a, a huge business with that during the holidays on uh, Thanksgiving in particular, but also for Christmas, too. In fact, uh, they just called me on the air yesterday to talk about that. And uh, oysters are good. They're just more expensive than they used to be, and sometimes there's a shortage of them. But other than that, uh, it's it's as good as ever. I think the, the oysters we've had for the last several years have been fantastic. Yeah, they're very good right yeah. now. I bought, I bought, I, I'll tell you, I, I paid $80 for a gallon. Well, I've heard worse ideas. Yeah, uh, you know, what, what, what are you going to say? I, I know they're fresh because I watch them chuck them. So, yeah, I mean, you can't argue with that too much. But I I, I did not know that P&J's had resumed. Uh, I guess they could have done that for several years now. Yeah, well, it, by there. Two, um, two uh, rules about that. Call them to make sure they're going to be there because I know sometimes they are not. And get ready to go there early first thing you do in the morning and i'm not talking about uh 7 30 in the morning i'm talking about four in the morning and you'll see them there back there just knocking them out one after another and they'll sell them well, i've been there before yeah it's, they're yeah. really really on top of their game too i really like them yeah. all right well thank you so much thanks for calling it's the food show i'm tom fitzmorris yeah oysters i think it's um, best Best food, my favorite food, number one. I'm sorry, who did you say I didn't quite? Stephen, welcome to the food show. Hello. 
I was at the grill today, and I was thinking of you. Of course, their number one special was red beans and rice. Yeah. But when you got in on the chalkboard was a hamburger with a hot sausage patty added to it. That's a great idea. So I thought, well, there's Tom Fitzmaurice. I don't like hot sausage. So, you don't? Oh, okay, um, well. But I've I love heard it. you talk of it many times, and I thought, that's a Tom Fitzmaurice sandwich right there. With, and he'd get a side of red beans, he'd be in heaven. <laughs> uh, you're pretty darn close to being 100% accurate there. I mean, there are a few other places around town that started some years ago doing a combination uh, hamburger, beef hamburger, ground beef with uh, hot sausage, and they grill it like a hamburger, and they serve it on a hamburger bun. I think yeah. that is really, really good. I, I yeah. always love that combination. Okay. Well, and then they were closing because it's their Christmas party this afternoon, wow. so I I thought, well, I could call Tom, and but he couldn't get here because they're, they're closing at 2 o'clock or something. Oh, well, so. that happens. Yeah, so maybe next Monday you should maybe think about it, see if we're to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Why not? I've I've heard worse ideas. Okay. Well, well, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Have a good day. You too. See, it's the food show. Uh, as usual, we don't really have a theme going on other than the general theme about looking for the good food. What's your favorite food? What's your favorite restaurant? Tell me that. Uh, or. You know, if there's something you've been wondering about, why is it that all restaurants that are completely surrounded by parking lots, completely, think about this for a minute. There are some restaurants, there's the building, and the entire restaurant is surrounded by parking. If you see that, eat somewhere else. That's not a good place to go. I don't know why that should be, but it's, uh, it's, I've always noticed it. Uh, if you have a counter example that proves me wrong, call me with that too, 260 